Hey, what do you mean? Are you talking to me? Hey, there. That's it's. What are you talking? What, what are you talking about here? You, you. I'm holding you up, you asshole. Uh, that was kind of a swing and a miss. Now, like, should I masturbate now in the woods? Wasn't feeling it, but I'll, but I'll give this movie a chance. How is that too weird for your collection? I'm selling shit I'll never watch again, and it's garbage, but it's for sale. Why are you saying that you didn't finish it? Because that'd be a first. But yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I was just getting things set up and the phone went, ding, 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 and I'm like, okay, where is it? It should pop up on my computer. Well, and I, we do the two computer setup and, and of course the old laptop that does, that we Skype on, that I Skype on, of course that's the last one to get the signal every time. So, Mm. The computer with no cameras is like beep 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 beep, beep and the phone is beep 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 beep, beep and I'm like And of course what really happened is I hit call Eugene on the Skype laptop literally thirty seconds later incoming call on all my other computers. Like And I don't like that ring either. No. I I I don't like it. It's stupid. Yep, me too. <laughs> me too. Yep, but um, <laughs> otherwise, it's back to the old mic. I mean, we're we're rocking the old blue snowball today. I get it. That's fine. Yeah, there was just too much, uh, too much risk. Risk with the other one, even though it sounded really good. Uh, that's the, the one end not staying in properly in the back of the mic. I'm like, eh, no, that's gonna, that's not, that's gonna, no bueno. yeah, fall out halfway through the t- taping and then not work and reset. And then my computer's going to blow up and nope, <laughs> not going to happen. Oh, so how are you? This fine, beautiful, oh, just uh, completely sleep deprived and dogs Me barfing. Too. And I've been up since about three o'clock in the morning and that, well, I did doze off a little bit right before. <laughs> uh, my yep. weekly conference call with work and 60 people. Oh, that was today. Yep, that was today. Yeah, yeah. So I, I dozed off at... Eh, I don't know. I got multiple alarms set so I don't miss that. So it, it's like an alarm set at 5.30 and then an alarm set at like 2 till go time. Yeah. Eh, I slept through the other one. So I woke up at the... Two minutes till oh. go time alarm and oh. freak out panic, but made it, made it, just, just got in here, got everything done and made the conference and it was fine. And then <laughs> whiny yep, ass kids barking. been trying to get ready for school and they're whining and first week of school. So they think they can just whine. And I'm like, no, not so much. Get your ass to school. Yeah. You, do you have to walk them down or does... I did today because I'm, this is my uh, uh, my my work day that I'm around the house and here. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, did the day. Yeah. And I'll pick them yeah. up and then, uh, you know, it's like five o'clock. Got to pick up the other kid from volleyball and sports are great. It's great. Uh-huh. Uh, 
Yep. <laughs> Joni was hinting that maybe soccer might be... <sighs> oh, my kid came home yesterday and was like, Hey, Dad, tomorrow there's Cub Scout stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you're in soccer. Oh. And he goes, yeah, but this is on Tuesdays. And I'm, <laughs> no, nope. <laughs> One or the other, boy. Yep. Oh, and I can tell the kids are, they're like, karate is eating into their, their video game time. I'm like, uh-uh-uh, nope, that's the way it goes. Be happy you have any. Mm-hmm. So here's when the days that you go to karate after school are the days that you don't play video games. You're not going to play any video games on those days. No complaining. And then... Complaining. Sure enough. <laughs> sure enough, last night during karate, uh, Hudson, my youngest, he was squirming around and farting around, and so he had to do push-ups... <laughs> And so, awesome. like, good. And so that cost him a dessert. And dessert's pretty big around our house. You know, we're Amish and all, so we like our ice cream. But, um, like, dessert is, is fa- that's level one. And then level mm-hmm. two is no TV. I mean, we go in phases. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets worse and worse. So no dessert, which, you know, it, it especially when the other kid is, you know, slopping down an ice cream cone or something, that's never fun for the other child. Oh, too bad. Oh, and, and yeah, too bad. First week of school, and I'm already. Uh, guess what's going away, guys? YouTube. Say goodbye, because I'm. Yeah, I'm sick of your fighting and your whining and and. Everyone watch this and everyone watch that, and, and, and I'm trying to sleep, and all I hear is, ah, oh, the stupid ass shit that they watch on you, Baltis Basics, and uh, oh, it <laughs> makes me just angry. And I'm like, turn it down. <laughs> I can't hear it. I'm like, what are you, what are you hearing? You're hearing a guy play a video game and he's making little stupid comments like, oh, oh, I should have gone around that corner, but I didn't. I went around this one. Ooh. What is it? Just some guy playing some dumb ass game. Oh. Mm-hmm. And they don't. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. The only, th- rarely do the kids watch. I, mean, I have so much stuff that I watch on YouTube that. I don't really like the kids to even be on my YouTube because, like, to, if I type in something for them to watch, because I'm like, they, then they can see, oh, dad watches. Oh no, I, I kick them off mine. They, they, they okay. have a, a blank one out in the living room, blank account. Okay. And then, yeah, my my account's in here because I like to be able to go and uh, sometimes I hit play on, well, for example, the uh, latest uh, Star Wars trailer. I hit play on my computer yeah. and I go, um, hmm, I'd like to watch that on the big screen. And I can flip over to recently viewed or whatever, yeah. and there it is. Whereas with them, there's 27,000 videos that they've watched in the span of five minutes. And Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it's like, and I need I need to start doing that, because I, I get, like, they'll be like, you know, Dad, I want to watch the new Star Wars trailer or whatever, and then it's, you know, I just, I'm on mine. Like, everything, everything here in this house is connected to my YouTube account, so, you know, they're as I'm trying to search frantically for whatever trailer, they're like, oh, what black Norwegian, <laughs> black satanic yeah. metal, yeah. And, and any sort of like, oh, the stuff that I watch is just toilet. Oh, yeah. yeah, me too. That's that's why I cut them off. They, they can have their own. Actually, I thought about setting them up their own uh, uh, account, and then I just, no, you know what? You just you're You're just on a blank account. It's nothing. They're not signed in, and yeah, search for whatever you want. Is it now when you do that? Is there does it still save your like recently watched stuff or them, but not mine? Like if if I okay. go out to the living room, I have to search for stuff. Okay, gotcha. Which is annoying, but better than them seeing all my 
black Norwegian death metal music videos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's almost comical. Like, their their face paint is so ridiculous that I'm like, oh, I bet the kids, they're probably not, th-. I mean, that's like, oh, who are the scary clown men, I guess? <laughs> wow, I just about sprayed coffee all over my computer. Thank you for that. <laughs> scary clown men. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they're, it's funny how, I'm not sure if your kids are the same way as mine, but they, it's just, they go in these spells to where it's like, all of a sudden it's nothing but Pokemon, and then it just ends, and then it's Beyblades, and then it ends, and then it's Star Wars, and then it ends, and then it's this, it's like, there not long ago, Lucas was like, oh, you know, I remember back when I used to like Star Wars, I don't anymore, I'm like, what? You don't like Star Wars anymore? Well, no, I haven't watched the movies in a little while, and I don't, I'm not, I don't like it anymore. That doesn't mean it's not still cool. You just haven't watched the movies in a little while. And then after that, it just took off. Now it's Star Wars nonstop. <laughs> it's just Star Wars nonstop. Uh-huh. He's building Lego, Lego Star Wars stuff. He's work, doing callbacks from the movies on, with his Lego sets. And he wants to watch all the trailers and blah, blah. And I, I know it's going to end. I know that all of a sudden it's going to be, what? What's Star Wars? I, huh? So anyway, yeah. But, well, um, your kids are watching I'm, infinitely cooler stuff than my kids. My, 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 I can't <laughs> even describe to you the shit that they're watching. It's other people playing uh, PC games from the '90s that nobody's ever heard of, and that sounds awful. Oh, it's, it's awful. awful. They're terrible graphics, and they're games nobody's ever heard of. But look, it's cool because it's he's a YouTuber. Uh, yeah, there's thousands of YouTubers. Yeah. Find something else well, that's better. YouTube-y. My kids are into YouTubers. So, hence, YouTube is going away because I'm sick of the shit. Oh, I don't blame you. Wow, that sounds positively terrible. I, uh, oh. <laughs> I, I, I would send you the video, but uh, oh, you, you would watch five seconds of it and be like, this is the worst shit I've ever watched in my life. I mean, does this thing have followers? I'm assuming it does. Oh, hundreds of millions of views from what? Ki- kids like mine. Oh, yeah. You want to be rich? Uh, uh, make something on YouTube that appeals to five-year-olds. It, uh, lots of bright colors and flashy noises and weird sounds and completely yeah. devoid of any content. Yeah. Or and, just cute dog dogs and cats doing cute things, oh, right? Oh, no. They, these have way more views. What? Yeah. Do you know who the top YouTuber was last year? It was Ryan. Do you know Ryan? Never heard of Ryan. Ryan's Toy Videos. Oh. Ryan's Toy Reviews. Uh, my buddy Gary down in Florida, he told me about. It. He's like, he like this kid is. He, he actually made me watch a little bit of. It. He's like, my kids are addicted to this thing. Uh, it's my kids adore Ryan, but they also watch stupider shit than that. I at least understand Ryan. It's it's some rich parents that buy their kid a bunch of toys and then they open them and he plays with them and and now he's got his own line of toys oh. in Walmart and Target. And every time we we're in Canton and we drive by Target, my kids are like, "Ooh, Target! They have Ryan's toys. We should go there." And I'm just like, <laughs> "Hey, it's less dumb than this Baldy's Basics bullshit." They oh, it's just so, it's, why are we talking about this? I hate even talking about it. It just makes me fucking angry. It's so dumb. Well, oh, hey, we're we're well past bitch sesh. Anything yeah. else? Oh, um, it's raining outside, so therefore. Yay! There, yeah, yay for you, and uh, even for me, it's like there's, it's, it's, all is quiet on the on the prairie right now. <laughs> hey, as much as I love your ceiling, could you like frame up a little better? Like maybe tip your thing down. Oh, like bit? um, 
Huh? Well, that's great. <laughs> Just great. Now I've got your big forehead and your light. That's, that's, uh, you're going to leave it there, aren't you? Yep. He's, oh, that's worse. Way, way worse. All crotch. Uh, top, top gun three. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. No, no, it's just my receding hairline. That's yeah. all right. Pimply forehead, and well, that was a proper bitch sesh. Are, are yeah. you ready for the roulette? Oh uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm Eugene, I guess. I'm I'm Eric. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. It's time to spill, spill those are spill. Wow, them. wow. It's like you've never heard it. <laughs> uh, spill that seeds in the rough. <laughs> Not even close. Nope. Okay, this week on the roulette, it is under the silver lake, up against knife plus heart, and you're up first, sir. Tell me about knife plus heart. Knife plus heart. Okay. Um, hour and forty-two minutes. Drama, horror, romance. Yeah, that would sum up what the movie is. This is. So country, France, Mexico, and Switzerland. So they kind of are all over the place. Uh, this is a newer giallo, I guess. Uh, it, that's what they were obviously going for. I'm just going to read the synopsis on IMDb. Paris, summer 1979. Anna is a producer of cheap gay porn. When Louise, her editor and companion, leaves her, she attempts to get her back by making a more ambitious film with the flamboyant Archibald. And um, this is a giallo. There is a black-gloved killer in this. I'm going to talk about the good parts first, or the good things about this movie first. Um, It is shot on film. That's a big plus. Uh, Some of the score is, uh, it kind of echoes that synthy score from back in the day from Italy. Uh, It's got a couple bloody set pieces, which I like, as far as the slasher aspect. And here's where things go downhill. Um, it's far too long for the storyline. There, there, there is, there's way too much just artisticy type shots. And I know like Argento was known for doing that as well. But here, a lot of it doesn't really serve a purpose. To, to at least to me, it, it didn't. Um, yeah, there's a twist, but to get to the twist, it it's. This was a slog to get through. And I don't want to rip on the movie too much because it was made for not much money uh, from what I'm seeing. And the fact that they shot on film, is a that's impressive. Um, there is some inventive stuff going on in here. Uh, but damn, this thing was way too long. I, it was There was so much... Oh, just contemplating and thinking. And then another bit of gay porn shooting stuff and which is fine but it and some of it some of it obviously connected the plot i guess but it just felt like a lot of padding in the movie that did not need to be there especially an hour and 42 minutes there is barely an hour and 15 minutes of movie in here and there there's a good movie in here but it just needed to be way shorter but i really went for it with the erotic erotic aspect of it um it said a couple good gory set pieces. Um, it just seems like there's been numerous movies that have tried to, to recreate the giallos from back in the late 60s and 70s and none of them have none of them have hit the mark. Like there's this one, there's um, 
the editor, which was okay, but even that was way too convoluted and confusing. And then there was that other one um, that you threw my way on the roulette years ago. Um, oh, man, I forget what it was called. Do you remember? Um, uh, I don't know which one you mean. Uh, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. Like, it had a long title. Like, your colors of the... Is there a spider in there somewhere? There I it think? is. The, the strange color of your body's tears. Oh, okay. And, um... Oh, it was... It did... None of it made sense. A movie called Amir, that was... That made a little bit more sense, but it's like, just... it Like, you have the aesthetic down pat. You've got the vibrant Argento colors. You've got the shot on film. You've got the black glove killer. you got, you know, all these things, but just like... Some of this stuff, just make it more straightforward. Here's your red herrings. Here's the woman in peril or whatever. And then you have the the reveal ending. It's like you're making this way, way, way too complicated. It doesn't have to be that complicated. It's 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 basically these are just slasher murder mysteries from Italy. That's just redo that. Do that again. And none of them have they are all it seems like they're trying too hard is my take on this. And this one here the same. It's they just they tried too hard. Although there are good parts about the movie I do like the ambition. It just seemed like this was a very ambitious movie, and I commend them for that, but it was a one-and-done for me. All right. Well, it doesn't sound up my alley at all. No. No, it's... You would have probably hated it, unfortunately. I, it's far too... Far, far, far too slow. You don't think this is one that, down the road, you'd revisit and maybe turn around on? Ugh. I, and none of these. All of the... All of these newer type giallos that have come out, I have, none of them have, uh, I've only watched all of them just one time. They just don't do it for me. Uh, but this one here was, oh, I so wanted to like it. I mean, I so wanted to like this movie and, oh, Barbarian Sound Studio. That was, um, the other, that was another one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That it just, like, that should have been good. And it was just a slog to get through. Um, anyway, there you go. There's my, I, I, right. I wanted to give you a better review of it, but um, one and done. All right. Uh, on my side, Under the Silver Lake. <laughs> I'm on IMDb. This synopsis makes me laugh because the very first word of it is Sam. And I'm like, huh, I don't think I knew the guy's name through the entire film. I don't think anyone called him by his name, and I appreciated that. But Sam, a disenchanted young man, finds a mysterious woman swimming in his department's pool. Uh, one night, the next morning, she disappears. Sam sets off across L.A. to find her, and along the way, he uncovers a conspiracy far more bizarre, starring Andrew Garfield. Now, I sent you my synopsis when I had 20 minutes of the film left, <clears throat> and it was as follows. Mulholland, Mulholland Drive had a threesome with Enemy, the Jake Gyllenhaal film, Enemy, with the spiders, and Brick, and they all fucked with a Tyler Durden brand condom with, <laughs> as expected, a pinhole popped in it, and that gave birth to Under the Silver Lake. And after the last 20 minutes, I added to it, while Southland Tales watched from the closet. Ooh. <laughs> that I don't know if is a good thing. That, mm. I really enjoyed this film. Huh. I, did, you, did you get around to watching it? I have not. No? Not yet. Okay. I think you should. The Don't don't be scared off by the Southland Tales bit. Okay. That's just the very end. Because I, I like Southland Tales, but the, it, it's a mess. And that's because it's intended to be a second act of, of a story, and they don't tell you that going into it. Like, yeah. there's this whole ten, I don't know, 
don't hold me to it. As I recall, there's a 10 comic book story leading up to the beginning of Southland Tales, and then there's supposed to be another thing after, and that's just the second act, is that movie. Well, if they don't tell you that going into it, then you just watch the movie and it's a confusing disaster. Okay. Uh, but I do like some of the things that are going on in Southland Tales. That being said, this movie makes way more sense than that. It's insane. And I, I am really disappointed that I had to stop it and finish it later because the, the, the music that is going on in the background, the score stuff, it, it, it's an emotional journey that you should take in one kind of sitting because once you're out of it and then you try and pop back in, you leave that setting and it's hard to kind of just emotion your way back in. If that makes any sense. Yeah. This movie is fucking weird. It's very David Lynchian, but it makes way more sense than like Mulholland Drive. But it has the same kind of aesthetic as Mulholland Drive where you know what's going on, but at the same time you don't know what's going on, and then all of a sudden here's some extremely scary shit. Also, okay, I think I know what's going on, but you don't know what's going on, and then here's something that's really fucking funny. It bounces back and forth between all of these kinds of tones, and Man, I, I know it's getting really mixed reviews and mostly negative, kind of, from what I've seen from my friends online. I enjoyed the fuck out of this movie. And Andrew Garfield is my spirit human. Uh, <laughs> I it just, every, the way that he acts in this movie, I love it. I love that they don't, the way that he acts, that's the wrong way to put it. Uh, the, the way his character is in this movie, I love. Not, uh, his acting's fine, but it, it's, just the way that his character is. Topher Grace is in this movie, and he was awesome. He's only in for a bit. Again, like Mulholland Drive and Southland Tales, you got people that kind of dive in for a sec, and then they're out, and you're like, that was great. I loved that. I, I, I don't know why I loved it. It was a very normal performance, but I loved it. Horror, mystery, comedy, adventure, weirdness. It's all kind of in here. And this is like the best of the old kind of Lynchian in that it still makes sense. I can tell you what happened in this movie. I can tell you, uh, if you're not really paying attention, you're going to be confused by this movie, but at the very end, I understood everything that was going on. Even though the end was fucking weird and messed up, and I got it. I understood what they were saying. I'm trying to... No spoilers. Yeah. Because the end is weird. And the reason I threw Southland Tales in there is because the very end, it makes sense, and I get it, but it also is kind of... It kind of is a peter out ending it's not a home run ending gotcha i still enjoyed it but the very and then after like after the climax where you finally understand what's going on the very 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 end end it's like we could have lopped off a good five ten minutes there and it would have been okay but instead you did this extra five ten minutes where not a whole lot happens and it almost feels like a non-ending like we had our ending the ending happened just stop finn yeah. but finn uh, yeah they, they did this this last little tag on, and you still left... I guess his name is Sam. I didn't know his name through the entire movie. That's one of the things I liked. I don't know Sam. I don't know what he does for a living. I I have no idea. Huh. I, it's just, here's a guy, and go. And I'll tell you, the, the bulk of this movie, I felt like brick, but if uh, somebody was trying to emulate David Lynch. It, it's a real mystery that you go along with. I... I I really enjoyed the hell out of this film. This is definitely going to be my top 10 of the year for roulettes. And not going to lie, no idea where you will come out on this. You mm. might fucking hate this movie. But I think you should give it a watch because 
damn, oh, that it was just cool and weird score that at certain times it was uh, crescendoing or whatever the word is where it, it's going up like the creepy part and it's getting scary and I'm like, ah, why is it doing this? It, it, this is weird. It doesn't feel like it quite fits, but at the same time, it's creeping me out. Very artistic film. Would have played well at the uh, at the uh, the nightlight. Yep. Damn. I smile on my face the whole time. So I would I very much like your review of this film at some point. Even if you if you hate if you come back and you tell me you absolutely hated it, not going to hurt my feelings. I understand, but I I I dug this flick. So let me ask you um first off, this was directed by David Robert uh Mitchell. He directed It Follows, which I love It Follows. Uh, this is probably not a significant other movie. No, <laughs> oh, no, of course not. Yeah. No, no way. There's tons of nudity in this movie and, and sex and mm-hmm. violence yeah. and gore. There's, uh, no, no, no. And weirdness. Just ah. weird. Oh, the dog liked it too. What? Uh-huh. Go on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, budget $8,500,000. So, did it... Uh... Are you kidding me? This cost $8 million? Yeah. The, I I would have put this budget at forty. Oh, really? <laughs> I need your review of this film, sir. All I'm right. Sorry, I, I, I will watch... The, that's, actually, I'm just going to hop over. To, I think it's on Amazon Prime as well. And uh, that way I don't have to use up one of my, one of my rentals. Yeah. So. If you can, I know it's it's like what two fifteen. Yeah. Uh, but if you can, try and do it in one setting, because it it like Mulholland Drive. It has one of those tones where if you uh-huh. leave it in the in, in the middle and then you come back, you're like, oh, I got to work myself back into this with the music and everything. Um, oh, Andrew Garfield is so fucking good in this. And at one point, I I, I okay okay this this scene does not give anything away that has anything to do with the plot whatsoever. He comes out and finds his car has been keyed, and on the hood they keyed in a giant penis. Ah. Okay? And he's sitting there like, motherfuck, like he's so pissed. And he goes to open his car door, and they put a whole bunch of really wet gum underneath his car uh, handle. And so his hand is just covered in car sh- this gum shit. And then he looks up the street and sees, and hears, and he sees three kids just keying every car on the block. And he goes up there and just beats the shit out of, like, three ten-year-old kids. Oh, I like that. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. And then, cut to next morning, he wakes up on his couch, and he's like, oh, God, I'm so hungover, wasted, looks at his hand, it's all covered in pink gum shit. And he reaches over <laughs> and puts his hand on his coffee table and what's there but a copy of Amazing Spider-Man. And so he goes to pick it up, and his hand is stuck to it. <laughs> he, his hand is stuck to the comic book, and he can't get, get a, you know, he's, and he looks at it like, Ugh! Andrew Garfield, Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, and then he flings it across the room. I just, it's apropos of nothing, but I love that kind of little shit. Yeah. And, oh, man, did that make me laugh. So this would be, would this be like top, you said top 10, but it seems like, I, I'm not sure if there was any other, uh, any other roulette that uh, you've gushed about this much this year so far. I'd have to go look at the list, but, and, and again, it's not a perfect film. The ending, I, I would change some things about the ending. 
the the climax twist part that was I was okay with that, but it man, it is kind of close to what some of my friends online have said, where it, the the last thirty minutes is kind of a downturn, where it, it it just it's a mystery, and you're like, where the fuck is this going? I want to know. It, it, just so many amazing clues along the way that he figures out. So much like Brick, where you just can't wait to see where it's going, and. The end is fine. I'm okay with it. But the very, very end, the after climax end, eh, alright, it just sort of peters out. But overall, still, very well-made film. And I, this is a Blu-ray for me. If I find this thing on Blu-ray, that's going in, that's going in my collection. Nice. Uh, Okay, next round. Okay, first up for you is, and this is one that I have actually already watched, but, um, I loved it. It's one of my top ten movies of the year thus far. And that is Lords of Chaos. This is uh, Jonas Ockerlund. Uh, he directed this. It is Basically, this is the story of the Norwegian black metal band uh, Mayhem. And it's based on real shit that happened, which is crazy. Rory Culkin stars in it. And it is fantastic. And it is fairly brutal. It's not an easy watch, but it is. I I can't wait to watch it again. It it was so good, so well acted, so like, especially you know this is this really happened. It's uh, disturbing. This is one of those bands that actually practiced what they preached. Uh, so anyway, Lords of Chaos. Uh, next up is a prayer before dawn. I believe that I've already thrown this up on the roulette, but I'm gonna toss it up there again because it looks and sounds awesome. Um, the true story of an English boxer incarcerated in one of Thailand's most notorious prisons as he fights in Muay Thai tournaments to earn his freedom. I, that just sounds great. And this is another true story. So there's that. And then last but not least, this is one that you threw my way. Uh, Pawn Shop Chronicles from 2013, starring the uh, uh, late, great Paul Walker and Elijah Woods in this as well. An anthology of stories involving meth-addicted white supremacists, a man looking for his kidnapped wife, and an Elvis impersonator. And I'm guessing that's a, well, action comedy crime. So who directed that? Wayne Kramer. I've heard that name before. Uh, Yeah, he did that one with Paul Walker that we love. Oh, that's right. We had that whole thing. We We did this already. Yeah, Running Scared. There you go. Uh, okay, sir. And coming your way. On Hoopla, T-34. During World War II, a young lieutenant assembles a courageous group of POWs to plan a daring escape from captivity. With the power of a half-destroyed T-34 tank, the brave men challenge an enemy battalion, ready to battle until the end. Uh, next is your sort of maybe scary thing. They remain. I had this up last week, but this sounds really cool and up your alley, so I, I felt like throwing it up again. Two scientists share romantic history. Oh, who share romantic history? Are tasked with investigating unnatural animal behavior on the site of a Manson family-style cult's compound. Fuck, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick that one. Uh, Dave made a maze. Uh, Dave, a frustrated artist who has yet to accomplish anything significant in his career, builds a fort out of cardboard boxes in his living room, only to wind up trapped by the fantastical pitfalls and critters of his own creation. Looked pretty pretentious to me, but you've been excited to see it, so there you go. Yeah. Um, okay, and, um, that they remain, throw that back my way, or I might throw it your way. That sounds, that sounds almost too good to be true, actually. That sounds really good. 
Yeah. Um, hour and 42 minutes, that's not bad. Uh, but I have been wanting to watch Dave Made a Maze. I watched just a tiny little bit of it back uh, back when I worked at the theater, when I programmed it in, because this is one of the ones that I got, and I thought it looked really good. I haven't had a chance to watch the whole thing, so we're going to dive on that one, finally. Okay. Uh, Throw Me Lords of Chaos in October, because that okay. counts as a horror movie, right? Oh, yes, it does. Yeah, yep. that's one I'm saving for, well, we're only uh, a little over a month away from that. Okay. <clears throat> a prayer before... You know, I took a chance last week on a two-hour-plus roulette, and... Uh, prayer before down, dawn sounds awesome, but I'm going to take Pawn Shop Chronicles. Um, yeah, I, I just I feel weird about taking a, a two-hour-plus again. I, I just feel like I'm going to hit play, and I'm going to see that font... And I'm just gonna be mad for the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I know exactly which font you're talking about. Uh, so I feel less bad about it with Pawn Shop Chronicles because I threw it your way already. Yeah, I'm guessing that. Um, yeah, they all. I'm cu- I, I, well, I'm curious to see what else that director has done. I mean, have, have we seen anything else from him, or just that one movie? I think just that one movie. Well, let's see if he's a one-hit wonder. Okay. Next week in the roulette will be Pawn Shop Chronicles and Dave Made a Maze. Okay, Rabbit Trail. Okay. Did we talk about Sony and Disney yet on the show? Or did we just... No, well, I think we just kind of... No, I don't think we have, actually. Okay. So, this whole Sony taking their yeah. ball and going home. Uh, a lot of people on the line are like, huh, fuck you, give... Disney back the rights to Spider-Man, and I'm like, wow, you're a moron? That's kind of my response to that. Um, so, really, so you're, because I'm I'm kind of wondering, like, my big thing is, it's, they're just leaving us hanging after the end of Spider-Man, far from home? I'm like, um... Well, let me let me lay out, like, because have you dived on the details of this deal? I, I haven't. No, I've okay. heard that, I mean, I know how Disney is. They're fairly shrewd, so I'm guessing that the deal was... <laughs> Let me let me lay out as I understand the rules, okay? Or the rules, or the deal that they made. Sorry, I'm trying to... There we go. The rules as I... Or, again, not the rules. The details as I understood it was this was the deal that they had. Uh, Sony foots the bill to make the movie. Uh, Disney Marvel produces the movie. Uh, the box office, Disney gets 5% of, and they get all the merchandising rights. That was the previous deal, and that's what Sony came back and said, hey, let's just keep this deal going. And Disney said, well, we'll, ha- well how about we split the cost of making the movies, and then we get 50% of the gross and the merchandising. Hmm. And Sony was like, eh, not so much. <laughs> and you know what? I don't really blame them for that. They have the rights to the character. Why... So you're talking about, like, it takes $200 million at least to make these movies, and then they're getting the bulk of the, what, billion dollars it pulls in, but but Disney is getting all the merchandising? That's, like, a ridiculous sum of money, the merchandising. I yeah. mean, you're talking about, like, uh, pajamas and bed sheets and, and uh, toys and uh, cereal. I mean, come on. That is a unquantifiable amount of money, pretty much. They're never going to tell you how much money that is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And and then they come over and say, well, I'll tell you what, how about we split that hundred million, then we can split this billion. They have the rights to the character. They don't have to do that at all. And people online are losing their fucking minds. 
How could you, Sony? How could you? This is the best Spider-Man ever. That's arguable, for one. Uh, For two, let's take a look at what Sony has done with Spider-Man. Let's see. Spider-Man 1, Tobey Maguire. Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3. uh, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man... Amazing Spider-Man 1, Amazing Spider-Man 2. And Spider-Verse. Those are 100% Sony-produced things. Of those six films, you could argue four of them are fucking great. Yeah. Even if you want to go three. Great. Which I would say Spider-Man 1, 2, Amazing Spider-Man, and Spider-Verse. I would say those are great films. Yep, I would agree. Four out of six. So it's not like it's not like Sony has just been... People make it sound like they, they, they have never made a good Spider-Man yeah. film. These are uh, the fan four sticks. Yeah, exactly. They've made some good Spider-Man films. Now they've seen how Disney makes them, MCU makes them, and maybe they want to... Venom made a lot of money. So they're like, eh, maybe we'll just... Well, fuck you. We'll just pull the character back and make our own. They, they also have the rights to most of the Spider-Man villains. They're already making a Jared Leto Morbius movie. They've been talking about making a Craven the Hunter movie because they have rights to those villains. Why not just pull Spider-Man back and, and try it their own way and maybe keep all the billion for themselves? I, look, here's my message to you MCU like super fan freaks. If you're going to be pissed off at somebody, be pissed off that Marvel had to sell the rights to the character in the 70s to stop from going bankrupt. That, that I mean, Yeah. Too bad. And, I'm, Disney, and, and there's even been talk about Disney's Disney's going to buy out Sony. No, no, no. no. Sony, Sony is almost maybe bigger than Disney uh, people. <laughs> yeah, that that's... Uh, that would be bad. That would be very bad. <laughs> Man, I'm so curious. Like, but my thing is, where okay, so where are they going to go with this current actor and the the story arc that they were already setting up? Are they just going to? Is it done? Or are they going to try and write him out of it? Or I? It's just, huh? That's my that's thing. All, that's all up in the air. And I, look, I don't disagree with the uh, thought process behind most of the masses. I agree. I, I want Spider-Man to be in the MCU. That's cool. But if Disney's going to be going to fuck around, be an asshole, I, well, too bad. And ha-ha for Sony, they're like, oh, you left that last Spider-Man movie where you left it? That's hilarious. Good luck having no Spider-Man now because you're being... I, I, selfish pricks with their, your money. I, I, I just don't feel bad for them. I don't know, right? I, my guess is they're just going to not talk about Spider-Man for a while. And, if, and Sony's going to take their Spider-Man back. They'll try it, and if it works, then he'll stay there. And if they try it and it doesn't work, then he can always, they can always just like opt him right back to the Marvel. MCU, and they yeah. can start making Spider-Man movies again. I, I just... I would... My, my thought process for Sony would be, and I'm, you know, here I am, the you know, armchair warrior sitting here, but I'm thinking somehow maybe get him into the whole Spider-Verse thing to where it's like all of a sudden he is pulled from that other MCU universe, whatever, and now he's in, he gets shit out into another parallel, oh, whatever. One of the best uh, memes I saw, I wish I had had it up, I can show you, but, <clears throat> or read it verbatim, was uh, they said, I hope the next Deadpool movie he walks into his living room and there is uh, Tom Holland sitting on the couch next to the blind lady. And he goes, hey. And 
Andrew Garfield walks in with a bowl of cereal and is like, hey, how's it going? And Tobey Maguire from the kitchen oh. goes, anybody want any toast? <laughs> <laughs> there was talk of that with Endgame. Like, maybe uh, when they, uh, Doctor Strange does his swirly bits, people from the Spider-Verse come in, and there's a different Spider-Man that plays all three. They bring back all three of them. There has been talk of that. Ooh. How cool would that be? A live yeah. action Spider Verse with Miles Morales and all three of those guys coming back to yeah. play different. Oh, that would rule! <laughs> Man, I'm so. Whew. I, I I've just been thinking about it ever since the the announcement. Like, there, this is whose balls are bigger. I mean, this is that's kind of where we're at right now with Sony and Disney. And like, is Disney going to blink and say, oh, "Okay, we were we were being a bit too." greedy or is it done is it is it done off the table we are now i don't think it's ever going to be done done because they're they're still trying they're going to they want to get every single character back yeah from that sale that they made what in the 70s 80s yeah well which they they now have x-men fantastic four yeah so and there are plans to bring the bring fantastic four in for sure we know that Kevin feige already said that but I, I mean, for them, Spider-Man kind of the MCU. Spider-Man's kind of their flagship property. Yeah, that's uh, a, he's it, a big it, one. <laughs> it'd be like DC letting Batman go. Just, oh well, good luck. Yeah, Sony, Sony was well aware. Good luck. Have fun. <laughs> now, where where does like Ghost Rider and uh, like Spawn are, are those? Those are not MCU. Well, Ghost Rider is. Ghost Rider is Spawn is not okay. But Ghost Rider was, I think he's back with Marvel because he was in the uh, Agents of Shield show. Okay. But here's another announcement this week. I don't know if you saw this one. Uh, Disney Plus does not need parental uh, controls. Did you see that? Uh uh-uh. uh no. So because they're not going to have any uh, anything for adults. Oh, wonderful! That's that's great. Yeah. And people think that this is going to make Netflix go away. <laughs> oh. No, no, it's not. Not if you don't have anything for adults. Nope. Although it's you know then there's you know I'm guessing you and I, I was like Mandalorian drool slobber drool like yep yeah, take my money. I had new trailer coming today or tomorrow I think yeah. it's coming soon. Wow, no kidding. So I wonder I, I had heard somewhere that some of that content was going to be dumped onto Hulu. Some of their like the R-rated stuff, but I'm like, why you you have your own channel? Like, just or let me get or, or let me guess, will it be Disney Disney Nighttime or something? <laughs> I don't think it, they're not going to have any adult content on that channel. Disney After Hours. Disney After. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like uh, fan porn. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the oh, Disney yeah. princess is getting railed. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey. Um... <laughs> No, no, hey, they're all underage. Yeah, uh, no, also an honor. Okay, so, uh, um, now no, I'm all messed up. See here, uh-huh. we... yeah, <laughs> but you're all sexified. Yeah, I am. But the Fox stuff, like they own all that. Like, there's tons of content. Yeah, but they owned all the Miramax stuff too. They released yeah. it under a different house, Miramax. Yeah, and even that. So, well, at that point, Miramax is aren't they out of the picture? Like, I don't. Think... Yeah, but okay. well, wait for whatever streaming service they come uh, oh you also gotta pay $8.99 a month for this streaming service <sighs> see Disney yeah I, it feels like oh Disney Plus is gonna be so awesome cause I, right now that's what I'm thinking but I'm just oh I'm getting it I'm waiting for I, there's a good chance like it's only this price and it's gonna be great and it's gonna be awesome and then it's like and also says Disney you can also get our 
adult content for an additional $10 a month. <laughs> yeah. No, no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pay the 60 bucks a month. Or 60 bucks a month. Fuck that. I'm going to pay the 60 bucks a year for the first year, and you know it's going to jump up after that. Oh, right? yes. Yes, it will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like their parks. So, like, oh, it's $60. Next year it's going to be 100 Yeah. <sighs> but, oh, well. It's, well, that should lead us into Star Wars talk real quick. Yeah. Because uh, I am very curious what you thought of the. I, it's what's D23 special sneak, whatever. It's not really an official official trailer, or is that considered the second teaser trailer? I mean, if I, maybe, but I. Uh, it's one of those weird festival e con things. Yeah. Where it's like, here's a special sneak peek or whatever, and it's just a little. a way to get out a little more footage. It, it's fine. I, I was not super hyped about the trailer. I, I feel like there's a lot of misdirection in the trailer. Yeah, me you too. Got, you got Ray in the, the dark black cloaks and using a red lightsaber, which means Sith. Black cloak and red lightsaber is Sith. Yeah. I'm not going to say black cloak means Sith because uh, Luke had a black cloak in Return of the Jedi. So, eh, all right. And then she whips around with her weird little... I, I shared that gif, I think... Yeah, that was saw. hilarious. Yeah, the the Swiss Army <laughs> saber. Not not wild about that. Her little flippity saber. I'm like, eh. yeah. and she's in the. I even with the black cloak, it's like, oh, geez, JJ is calling back to Return of the Jedi. I'm like, oh, I don't. <sighs> not wild about him being back. Not wild about it. I, but we'll see. I'll see it. And <laughs> and then there's lots of of. Uh, the Emperor and a little bit of Vader breathing, and I'm like, how are you bringing... There's even talk of time travel. Yeah, I've heard that too. I'm like, please, God, don't let that be true, because that is just the worst idea. Yeah. That's... Yeah, that is... To me, that's kind of sort of a cheap way out of things when they do that. Uh, Yeah. Star Wars is not time travel stuff. That's... No. And some people have been... Uh, I said, well, they did it in Star Trek, and it was fine. It's, yeah, they did it a few times in Star Trek, but you're talking about the closing entry of three trilogies where they have not done it once. Don't yeah, do that. Don't. For any Star Wars thing. Have they ever done that ever for any no. Star Wars thing at all? So, so okay, do you... First off, I don't think she's Sith at all. I'm guessing that's either one of her weird dreams or a test or whatever. And no, I don't buy that for a minute. Uh, and if it is true that, nah, they, they, they've, they've set her up too much to be a good guy. Like I think the time to make her maybe sort of hinting at bad would have been the last movie. But at this point it's like, what, why? Like, yeah, I, at the, I, ver- at the very I'm most, I'm guessing that's a, a dream sequence or, or one of those, um, Sith tests. Yeah. Like, uh, 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 Luke had an empire. You remember your failure in the cave. He fought Darth, Darth Vader and cut yeah. off his head and it was him. Yeah, maybe something like that. But they already did that in The Last Jedi. That that was your middle segment. That's your Empire moment. Yep. You don't have to do it again, except we got J.J. back, who does callbacks to everything. Because yeah. remember this, remember this, remember this? That's what makes a good movie, right? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, hmm, I, I think it's... I, I Actually, my favorite part of the entire trailer was where all the X-Wings are, like, jumping out of hyper... Uh, hyperspeed and the wings go up and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. And then we get the all the Imperial Star Destroyers in what looks to be kind of like the Kessel Run type landscape, which I, it's probably not that, but it has, you know, the, the cloudy yeah. 
whatever. But that, I mean, it, it's Star Wars, so you know. <laughs> For me, I. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be there. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's just a matter of we're talking about expect expectations. Uh, where are my expectations? I don't know. I don't know. I, I well, I, I, I that first trailer got me way more excited than this one with the flippy lightsaber. I'm like. She's holding it, and it's two lightsabers, and I'm like, that's weird and doesn't seem very effective, but okay, I'm sure he'll find some way to work that in, and then flippy, flippity-doo, and now it's a bow lightsaber staff. I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah, to me, they should I, I, I guess it makes sense, because that's what she was using in the first movie, was she kind of had a staff. What's out your window? Oh, the UPS guys. <laughs> I mean, even that, you're like, <laughs> well, I'm talking lightsabers, and you're like, what is that guy in brown doing? Yep, I'll be right back. Oh, all right, bye. There he goes. <sighs> oh, Lord help us. It's probably his, his vinegar syndrome uh, order. Here he comes. Looks like he's carrying a record. A patriot? What is that? Hey. I uh, Patriot? Patriot, what? I look at the back of that thing. Oh, Patriot. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is, um... Whew, you don't see that every day. There's a check for our house that I just sold. That just sold. Oh, nice. Cha-ching. All right. Ahem. <laughs> what's, the, what's the Patriot thing? Oh, that's a Patriot uh, title agency. So it's a, it's, oh. yeah, it's the title agency thing. There we go. Alrighty. Yeah. So, congrats. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's a that's a good thing. That's yeah, juggling work and play right now. Yeah. But I'm just glad I, when I as soon as the guy got up to the door, I'm like, ah, that looks like a like a Gonna not, a, not a package. Yeah, I'm like, that's something that I've got to address. So much like JJ and Star Wars, that's money in the bank. Yipper. <laughs> I do think it's funny, the poster art for this, uh, it feels like a really cool cover for a video game. <laughs> to it me. looks terrible. Yeah, it's like, I, no, it, that looks like a video game. <laughs> some people are, like, super excited about it, and they're amazed, and I, I, you, you guys hate the trailers, but you think that's good? Like, yeah. uh, no! I, and the Emperor is back? I just, nah, why? <laughs> uh, uh, hey, remember when this was scary? Let me put, the, oh, I, Oh, I swear to God, if there's time travel in here, this oh, could be the worst Star Wars movie. Uh, yeah. Oh, I bad. cannot imagine. I, well, stranger things have happened. Who knows? I don't know. I did like, though, that the, the, this D23 trailer, it was clips from all the previous Star Wars movies, and they really breezed over part two. I mean, it was, hey, this happened, but moving on. <laughs> Attack of the Clones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there was a couple different shots of uh, Revenge of the Sith. But yeah, we we got a little tiny dinky ponytailed Hayden Christensen for a brief a brief second or two from part. Yeah, that was, was it. A, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was moving good. Moving on. Yep. Oh, that's funny. But I actually, we were, uh, my son and I went to Books A Million here a couple days ago, and they had on sale... They had the hardcover graphic novel of uh, The Force Awakens, which normally it's 25 bucks, and here it was $6. I'm like, yep, buy, done. Nice. 
Nice. So uh, him and I are reading that like before bed every night. We read another chapter because that's like I think there were six issues and then it's all crammed into this one. So he's now learning through the comic books that uh, Kylo Ren is actually Han Solo's son. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But because uh, he was like, wait, what? Like, oh, shit, I feel like I'm spoiling the movie for you by reading this awesome comic book, and you should be finding out this by watching the movie, but eh, they're not there yet for the movie. That's all right. It's not that big of a spoiler. I know, yeah. But just, I mean, we're right now, we're ready for the the bridge, not the bridge, but yeah, the bridge scene with Han and Kylo Ren. And I'm like, ah, you know what, we're going to stop. Before this happens, because we're not going to go to bed. No, crying. Yeah, lightsabers through guts, and yeah, no railings. Now let's wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's serious safety issues with all of the empires. Yeah. There is another shot of the you know this big laser beam blasting a planet. I'm like, now surely they're not going to do another Star Killer base, right? Sure looks like it. Oh, because I'm like, oh, we've done two Death Stars. I guess, hey, two Death Stars and two Starkiller bases. Yeah. Equal. I. Whatever. I don't know. I Unless, if, if, what if they get the the old Death Star back? What if it's Force pieced back together again? And that's why we're seeing the remnants of the Return of the, or the, Return of the Jedi Death Star. Well, at least you're going to have Quidditch Stormtroopers in here. That's in the first trailer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about that. Now, there would be a good cross-pollination of Hogwarts and Star Wars and... Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Okay, uh, recently watched. We need to move on. Okay. <laughs> Getting on in time. Uh, you're up first. Okay, recently watched. Um... We're going to talk about 12 Angry Men, because I watched that movie after your review, or your top 10 best black and white movies. I'm like, okay, you know what, it's on, and I actually checked, like, okay, it's on Amazon Prime, but you never know what those older movies, is this going to be a remaster, or is this shitty, not HD, or just, you know, lousy, whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, I hit play, I'm like, aha, this is in HD, and it did get a Criterion release, and I'm not sure if this was taken from the Criterion transfer, but it looks fantastic. And um, I, five out of five, I literally, like, this immediately, immediately would be on my top ten best black and white movies of all time, but easily. You know it's good, well, let me rephrase that. I know it's good if my wife is sitting there like, this is good. She doesn't watch black and white movies. Uh, and I'm like, so when I told her what we're watching, I was like, well, Eric recommended this. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, immediately blaming me. Oh, yeah. This was very much a, uh, this backfires. I'm not taking the hit on this one. <laughs> I'm not taking the backlash on yeah. this shit. But I'm like, hey, it's a courtroom drama. She likes courtroom movies. I'm like, um, I didn't even bring up any actors' names because that, that's neither here nor there. Um, but I'm like, it's only an hour and a half, a little over an hour and a half. Let's give it a chance. And I mean, immediately, I was like, oh, <laughs> this is good. Uh, I was immediately, I started liking the characters. I liked that you don't find out anybody's name in, until the very end. Then I think you find out two of the people's names. Uh, Henry Fonda's name, you find out his name and one other one, I believe. But I thought that was awesome that they're just, they're tw- number one, two, three. They're just the numbers. The case itself was so damn good. Like, like I was invested. Like, how? Like, 
did this guy do it? I'm like, I literally didn't quite know. I, I assumed not, but I'm like, you know, there's compelling stuff on both sides, like for this. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that the AC wasn't working was a brilliant bit of filmmaking to where everybody's getting, as the title states, angrier. As the minutes tick by and the hours tick by and people are getting more sweaty and more pissed off. Um, that's like me at karate. It's just <laughs> just sweaty and pissed and hurting. And um, I I can't believe that this movie uh, only... Well, I actually, I can. $350,000 was what the budget was, which... You know, back in the 50s, I guess that's probably a decent budget, but it's literally just 12... Well, it's like a play, too. Yeah, it's 12 guys in a room, and riveting. Riveting. Highest recommendation. I loved this movie, and my wife did, too. Uh, This is actually... We actually stopped halfway through, uh, which I can't believe I'm even admitting it, because it's better than that. It's better than my dumbass falling asleep, but I... Fucking fell asleep again. I'm like, nope, no, nope, stop, stop. I, Dude, I passed out on the couch at like nine o'clock the other night. It's fine. It's, yeah. it's parenting and being old. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, there's my review of 12 Angry Men. If you have not seen it, it is streaming on Amazon Prime in HD. It looks great and it is great. What a great movie. That's awesome. You're like the third person I've recommended that film to and the third person to come back with a perfect score. Yeah, everybody loves it, and everybody online loves it. That's you know, it's easy to recommend it to strangers online, but it's it's a different thing recommending it to people that you actually know. The fact that that like for a movie this age, sometimes the acting we've talked about this. Sometimes the the acting can be kind of like this, and they're talking like this. You don't understand me, and they didn't like that. Felt like real people in a real room, like deliberating. It didn't feel movie. Like it felt what I'm watching is. That could happen. Not- you know, I haven't watched it in a while, but it also made me <clears throat> kind of scared. Like, I hope I'm never in that situation. Oh, no because shit. Because the first half of the movie, I'm like, the dude is guilty. Mm-hmm. Like, just, he's guilty. That's it. But this one guy had the cojones to, you know, really, really dig deep and see. And to the point of going out in the streets and finding, can I, can I go get a knife? That and when he whips out that knife, that's my favorite part of the movie. I'm like, holy shit, what is happening? Yeah, this is crazy. And right there is the. I think that's the point where I turned. I'm like, oh, mate, wait, that that is the first seed of doubt that I had. Yep, yep. And even even like everybody is flawed in this movie. Um, and even the, there's like one main guy that just he refuses to he refuses to believe what is set out in front of him yet. He still sees racism at one point in the movie, and they're all kind of like just turning their backs on this one guy that's kind of going off on a little racist tirade. And even this guy, who still thinks the guy is guilty, gets up and turns around like, this is bullshit, what's going on right now. Ah, just those little beats like that are so good. They're just such a great movie. Yep, I agree. Uh, Brightburn. Want to talk about that? Oh, yes, I do. Very curious your thoughts on that one. Uh, what if a child from another world crash-landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he proved to be something far more sinister? Directed by David Yarovesky, writers Brian Gunn, Mark Gunn, stars Elizabeth Banks, David Denman, uh, Jackson Dunn. What a creepy little weirdo kid this is. <laughs> uh, perfectly cast. 
I I hope he can come back from this role because he fits a little too well as a crazy little psychopath. Uh, this movie was good. I enjoyed it, and I will enjoy it much more down the road uh, than I did probably this time because. What is wrong with these people that cut trailers? Every good point of this movie was in the trailer. Every mm. single one. Yeah, I remember. Uh, and and it's... I don't want to say this movie was ruined by its trailer, but even the full scene uh, of his attack at the diner is in a trailer. What is wrong with you? Why? Why would you... It's one of the best parts of the movie. But, I, yeah, I already saw this. It was in the trailer. Uh-huh. I... It's a good movie. I totally dug it. Uh, the ending is is a little r- rough, a little devastating. The I'm a little conflicted on how I feel about some parts of it because it, it, for the most part, it feels like they're doing the uh, oh, what's it called? There's a, a Superman book one-off called Red Sun. I think it's called Red Sun, where instead of Superman landing in uh, Kansas, he lands in Russia in the '80s and is raised by communists. Uh, to dominate the world. Yeah. <clears throat> so that might be a little bit of where they're taking inspiration from. I haven't actually read the book, so I can't say that for sure. Also, the kid is a good kid until he gets triggered by his spaceship. Reprogrammed. So is it him doing it by choice, or is it him just, like, uh, uh, his programming? You know? I, I, I. Yeah, they don't really explain that. They don't really have a... Uh... Right, a little vague. So I think we have to wait till the sequel, which they are making, to to find out about that. So I I'm kind of hesitant on a score on this one. I, I enjoyed it. I, it's fine, uh, but I feel like there were some questions left unanswered. And I loved. It was hilarious that it ended on that Billie Eilish song. I'm a bad guy. I really like that song. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to most of the credits. <laughs> I like that it was it was embracing the R ratedness. Like it was gory. I liked that. Uh, it was gross. Yeah. Oh, just gross. I didn't like that. He seemed like a normal kid for the most part until the dad's like talking to him about masturbating and stuff. And then he's like, "Now, like, should I masturbate now in the woods?" It's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Huh? Like, it was so weird. Yeah. It felt like it was a breezy runtime. It felt like it could have benefited from maybe five, ten minutes of a little bit more exposition and, like, like maybe a little bit more time to breathe with him turning into this evil little superhero-y type guy. Like, Yeah, the- I could have used a little more. I mean, it, it just, the more I think about it, it felt like that it was all, he's just a machination of that spaceship. Like, like he was sent there to destroy worlds. Like, there were probably yeah. dozens of him that they just sent out randomly, and if they landed on a world, great, destroy the world. Like, he's a little robot. Because once he started, probably once it landed, it had a trigger for, oh, about 12 years. And then we start, with the sound waves and whatnot that turn him on, that activate him. And then he's like, I'm going to tear apart a bunch of chickens. What? It could have used a little bit of something in there to kind of explain that yeah I think. yeah or not I, I maybe maybe they would explain it too much and we'd have been like hey explain too much just let it be weird and creepy yeah i, I don't know i wish it would have done better at the theater i i thought it was good i really liked it that's 
I'm not sure where that will fall on best of, uh, and I've only watched it once, but I thoroughly enjoyed that movie just for what it Here's was. Here's another thing too. The tagline on the poster is he's not here to save the world. It's, it's, it's banking too much on, we expect him to be that. And like most preteens or teenagers, if he had just told his parents what's going on, Hey guys, I just threw the lawnmower a quarter mile away. Maybe they could have helped him through it, but he doesn't say anything. And then he gets mad when they're like, hey, kid, what's going on? You chewed on your fork. That's weird. Why are you... And gets all angry. I get it. It's It maybe is a more realistic take on, on today's Superman, what that would be like. Yeah. But do we go to the cinema for realism? Sometimes. Not so much for our superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right. It's fine. Back to you. Yeah. Okay. Um, got another vinegar syndrome uh, package this month. Two of which are well, actually, let me rephrase that. Three of the four are on eBay. One has already sold. Two are <laughs> brand spanking new. Um, because I don't not know. even giving them no, no, uh, a chance. Nine lives of a wet pussy. I'm like I I'm done with the fucking porn now. Ugh. And it's all seventies hairy, stinky, <laughs> like. It's at least shitty horror movies enough. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> another one, actually, the other one that I'm selling, I didn't even open it, but it's it's um, it's um like a precursor to Meet the Feebles. It's like puppets. So it's puppet porn, I guess? Oh, you're not keeping that? Nope, nope. I'm like, no, I'm good. 1976 or whatever. And I'm like, no. Ah, release horror anyway. How is that too weird for your collection? I know. I exactly right, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm just I wasn't feeling it. I, I was like, no, <laughs> wasn't feeling it. But but I'll give this movie a chance. Decoder from nineteen eighty four. Uh this is the other Vinegar Syndrome movie. I'm like, not only am I tired of the seventies erotica stuff, I'm also tired of the Art House five people on planet Earth have seen this movie. Dakota from 1984, directed by Mushka. But that makes you hip. Oh, oh, that's that's exactly why this movie is released. This is... Oh. Oh. The whole way through, I'm like, if I could somehow convince Eric to watch this, if I could just convince him to watch what I'm watching. This was... This was so bad. I, I, I don't... I'll I, trade. I'll, I'll trade you. I, I will watch this. I'm sure I can find it on YouTube. Uh, but then you have to watch something I give to you. Hey, hey, hey! Come on, we're 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 torturing each other here. Come on. Oh, it's in Germany, and there's a music or it's frequency on a radio, and it makes people. I don't know. It does something, but it's very art housey, and they're new wavy type music because that was cool and. Oh, this was for this. I've got a couple of criterions that fit that that description. <sighs> Blind bot. Yeah, it, it's for sale. <laughs> Hit up eBay, folks. Actually, by the time this episode is released, it will have uh, it will have sold. I mean, do you want to plug your your eBay so that you can move this shit? Um, uh, Eugene W twenty nine. That's my that's my eBay handle, folks. Look me up. I'm I'm selling shit I'll never watch again, and it's garbage, but it's for sale. (laughs) 
at the highest premium. Uh-huh. Um, the other, the other Vinegar Syndrome title that I got that I, I have seen, and I'm not going to sell it because the, the slipcover is just so beautiful, uh, is Hell Comes to Frogtown, starring Roddy Piper. I want to see that bad. Yeah. Now, that, uh, that's, that's uh, decent. Our buddy TJ just got it on VHS. Yeah. I would love to come across a copy. So, that... I'm keeping that one. In fact, actually, yeah, he he messaged me saying he's watching Hell Comes to Frogtown, and I'm like, well, shit, bro, if you're watching that, I'm going to pop in They Live. So, anyway. Oh, I would throw a dash of They Live into Under the Silver Lake. Oh, damn. I mean, you're really selling that thing. That's, uh... With a little bit of hesitation, but there is definitely a a strong through line of, of that. Okay. Oh, but by the way, I didn't finish Decoder then. I finally, I'm like, you know what? My, I'm 45 at this point. I'm like, the <laughs> clock's ticking and fuck that movie. Why are you saying that you didn't finish it? Because that'd be a first. I fast forwarded. the. <laughs> so you ain't old enough to stop movies yet. Uh, Maybe when you're 50, huh? Yeah, that's, then I'll be full on get off my yard movies. Oh, that doesn't lawn. make sense. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Well, you know, because, like, the movies suck and get off my lawn because I'm old and... Well, you said get off my yard. I, you, you just, you messed up the... It's oh, fine. damn it, I did. <laughs> get off my yard. Oh, get off my oh, yard, Mushka. But who, who... <sighs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Get off my yard. Wait, so wait, is it... It's a good, good title. Lawn or yard? It's get off my lawn, but you said get off my yard, which is better. But yard is, I mean, we both agree, yard is, I mean... Well, you have about a yard of lawn, so that makes sense. But people call it a yard. I mean, yeah, but that's not the quote. It's get off my lawn is the quote. Uh, or I made a new quote. You did, and yeah. it's also the title of the No, I just feel Amish. Ah, uh, you should. You should. Okay, Adjustment Bureau, starring Matt Damon and Emily Blunt. Uh, I didn't love this movie the first time I watched it. Uh, The affair between a politician and a contemporary dancer is affected by mysterious forces keeping the lovers apart. Directed by George Nolfi. What else has he made? Based on a story by Philip K. Dick. That's how I know this movie. Um... He has made... Oh, this was the first movie he made. That's impressive. Nothing else I know. Birth of the Dragon and the Banker, which is in post-production. Birth of the Dragon. Oh, I heard about that movie. It's a Bruce Lee thing, I think. Uh, I didn't love this movie the first time I saw it. It was okay. Even for being the sci-fi guy, I'm like, eh, it's all right. It's in my voodoo. Give it another shot. And I enjoyed it more this time. I don't think I enjoyed it quite as much as you do. I think you still really, really yeah, love it. Yeah, I did. Movie. It's a good flick. I'll give it that. It serves as a very weird Black Mirror kind of episode. Uh, and we've talked about that many times before. Where, but, oh, it, it kind of fits in that kind of universe. Well, it, it totally fits in that kind of universe. It's, it's more disturbing than I remember. But... I, I, I gotta say, I turned around on it this this time. It, it's a pretty good flick. I, I don't have a whole lot else to say about it. It's decent. Uh, I don't know how often I'll watch it, but as, as much as I would any of these Black Mirror kind of episode movies. Yeah. Uh, and that includes the ones that I've uh, talked about on the roulette. 
there are a few of those <clears throat> that I think you should watch that I think are just as good as this movie. Hmm. I yeah, can't remember uh, that the titles was, to them, but... <laughs> that was one where I remember when my wife and I watched it for the first time, she loved it, because it's kind of a romance-type thing going on. Um, I And I really liked it, too. I liked it for the sci-fi aspect of it, and just the, you know, lovers on the run, and how things wrapped up, and I, I thought it was a great movie. I've seen it a couple times, and every time I watch it, I've quite enjoyed it. Now, I haven't watched it in many, many years at this point, but um, it doesn't obviously doesn't really rely on special effects or anything, but I really liked it. Yeah, doesn't rely on special effects, but it's still creepy in the way that it utilizes its camera angles, moving through doors. And yes, stuff. It, yep. it's it, it's creepy in a good way. Yeah, I mean that in a positive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, last round, or you want to do coming soon? Or? Oh, let's do another round. Oh, you can have one more, sir. Okay. Um, the Sadist from 1963. I hinted about this movie, uh, I think, several episodes ago, and I, I watched it. This is... Unf- okay, here's an example of Amazon Prime, like, is it going to be good or not? The quality. And this is a black and white movie, and I'm like, oh, shitty quality. Great. But I've really wanted to watch this, and this is one that I think that Code Red released... And Code Red is all, like, in this circle jerk with dark, dork farce entertainment, whatever, and so, like... <laughs> wait, they, wait, wait, dork farce? Or dark, dark, dark farce, but everybody calls it dork farce. Like, literally, all that's right. what people are calling them is dork farce. Um, but uh, their business, their business money just, it just sucks. It's impossible to buy their movies. They Their store is only open, like, a couple hours a week. And they do it to just create this supply and demand type of thing. Uh, and so they just trickle their titles out. You, it's hard to buy the titles and then they're expensive. And I'm like, ah, uh-uh. nope. I'm, I, I miss the old half dead banana man when he was doing his big cartel <laughs> site by himself or whatever. Now they got this other guy. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. The Sadist was streaming on, I would guess. Maybe a step up from VHS quality. Maybe. Um, oh, okay. Uh, the Sadist. Uh, Arch Hill or Arch Hall Jr. is the star of this movie, and I think he is the quote unquote sadist. Three people, uh, they are driving to a Dodgers baseball game, and their car breaks down. They pull into this junkyard or a, a old wrecking yard, whatever, and there's this. Psychopath and his girlfriend um, are there uh, just, to, for, I guess, for the next ride, which is them. And so the whole movie is basically this guy tormenting uh, tormenting them and literally, like, you know, offing, start wanting to off them and, and offing some of them. Uh, this movie is kind of like a proto-slasher, I guess. It's more of a crime thriller, but it has a bit of a slasher type aspect going on but here's the weird thing is this movie was made in 1963 this is six years after 12 Angry Men and this very much feels more like the hey what do you mean are you talking to me hey there that's it's what are you talking what are you talking about here you you, I'm holding you up you asshole Uh, (laughs) is that it (laughs) do you find that your bar has changed for black and white movies because of 12 Angry Men? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Don't give me that. I don't, I don't like the whole... You guys have to watch Casablanca now. Ooh, I just... <laughs> I, it's a damn good movie. I, I would put it above 12 Angry Men. Really? What? Yeah, I would. 
Oh, I see. Steve was over here last weekend trying to talk me into singing in the rain. I'm like, what? No, no, it's a musical. Yeah. You're wrong, Steve. It sucks. <laughs> hey, but you're talking to me. Get your hands up there. Or you dodge your tickets. And oh, I hate when they talk like that. Uh, it's, there's this certain way. And I'm like, I don't. It's your actors acting in a that's production. Not Cas- it's not Casablanca, sir. Okay. Uh, that's one. That's one to put on the list of yeah, thumbs up here. Okay. If I'm giving it a thumbs up, if I'm, if I'm telling you, yeah, a thumbs up. Come on. Yeah, that's true. Hey, and I'm on a hell of a streak between the uh, 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 Twelve Angry Men and Hunter Killer, and uh, what was the other one oh, with no. you and your wife? I'm on a roll. Like yeah. Joni should be. Yeah. Eric recommended what? <laughs> Hit play on that motherfucker <laughs> right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, the 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 uh, Kurosawa movies. Yeah, and yeah. she hasn't watched those yet. No. And I told you to watch one. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, the Savis is uh, that was that was kind of a swing and a miss. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love your high pants, fast talking. <laughs> oh, and the shirt's tucked in there. Oh, you know the drill. And he, oh, like, yeah, he, yeah, like, yeah. I looking, do. I'm looking at the picture on uh, on IMDb. Like you can hit play on the trailer, and it's the, it's the picture of the bad guy. And like even the way he's holding the gun, like ah, he's holding the gun up really high. You see? Yeah. Oh, ah. Yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and here I was going to review uh, the boys. That awesome go Amazon for it. Do it. show. Do it. Instead, go I for it. talked about. Go this. for it. Everything else I have is VHS. So go for it. Oh, okay. We're, next next episode, we're doing a speed round. Okay, perfect. Uh, the boys, uh, starring the. Absolutely fantastic, Carl Urban. This is the... Uh, I guess this is kind of a Brightburn type of show on Amazon Prime because it's a bunch of real asshole superheroes that um, have their own little political... a political type uh, organization going on and Carl Urban and a couple other guys are out to thwart them. And it, it's great. It's Everything you've heard about the show is pretty much spot on. It's very R-rated. They really embrace the TVMA, so it's violent, gory, and nudity, and swearing. Good God. Uh, I, I like that they... Um, I don't want to spoil too much, because this show is great. But they you can tell that they use their budget wisely. So there's a couple episodes that are a little bit more dialogue-focused, and then they'll have a big, bombastic action set piece in one of those where you're like, okay, they sunk some money into that thing. Uh, it's... You actually you you hinted about this last uh, was it the last or two episodes ago when you were where you reviewed that science fiction show on Netflix where you were like and then you were like oh it's getting good and cut and yes they kind of pull that shit here which I'm like okay I get it it's gonna there's gonna be a season two it's did good but uh it's still like god oh, damn it I, ah. um the uh, as much as I like Carl Urban in this. As Billy Butcher, the um, really the I guess the big star of the show is Homelander, and he's like basically he is this this show's Superman, and he is just every time he's on like he has this how do I describe it like he's blonde and good looking and he looks quote unquote wholesome, and he is just this unbelievably huge asshole just evil evil asshole and they did him they 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 did this character so good because whenever he's on the screen you're like oh shit what is this scumbag gonna do next like he just he's just this cool simmering you don't know what he's gonna he's just very 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 dangerous they address lots of religious 
fanatic. Like, like poster boy for white power kind of? Yeah, oh, yeah, yes. And they just, like, they were, you can tell, this is made in Trump era, where racism is a thing, and, you know, pandering to the religious right heavily, this movie addresses that stuff, and it is done so well, and it's, there's several parts where I'm like, yes, fuck, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I feel like that, too. So, anyway, it's great. Watch it. Uh, I I binged the hell out of that show. I tried not to, but I'm like, it's so good. I, I've got to. So, uh, well, I'm gonna try and get it from the library as soon as it comes out on some sort of physical media. Yeah, I, I don't have it, the Amazon thing, so yeah, yeah. it's great. <laughs> Coming soon. I, uh, I <laughs> I've been talking about the the st- and there he goes. I've been talking about the stand, Stephen King. I've been listening to that audiobook, yeah. and then I lost my. It expired. Oh yeah, I had the digital version, and I immediately clicked to get back in line so that oh maybe it'll come around in three weeks or so. Uh, boom! It came back around real quick because apparently the people that listened to it <laughs> they got it done or something. So boom! I'm downloading it again, and uh, that's what I'm going to continue to listen to. I also started a uh, what is the name of it? Something my. One of my work buddies recommended uh, the we the Eye of the World by Robert Jordan. It's a fantasy thing. I've been listening to that as well, audiobook, and it's coming to it's being made by oh, Amazon or Hulu right now. It's the newest, hottest fantasy thing that is supposed to take over that games Game of Thrones crowd. Uh, so. If you haven't paid any attention, big names involved in that. So I'm listening to that first book. He's like, you gotta listen to it. It's awesome. There's also 15 books in the series. And I'm like, fuck. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. You do the same thing. You're like, oh, you should listen to this. It's only 47 hours long. (laughs) Which is literally like the stand. (laughs) Yeah, which is what I'm (laughs) re-downloading. So, uh, yeah, that one might get backtracked for the, the stand because I started with that one first. Um... Yeah, that's what I'm into. That, I got, oh, uh, VHS. I don't know who dropped them off at our local Goodwill here in town, but there's a bunch of... I don't know how to describe it, so I'll just tell you what it is. Spike Lee Clockers, Rage in Harlem, Wesley Snipes and Sugar Hill. <laughs> These are the tapes I've bought recently. Uh-huh. Uh, Clockers is one of the reasons that it took me a long time to come around on Spike Lee. Because I rented that movie, it was my first Spike Lee, I started it, I hated it, I turned it off and returned it. You know how much you gotta hate a movie to turn it off, uh, rental? Back in the day? Oh yeah, you watched well, the whole, yeah. I, I own it on VHS now that I like Spike Lee and I've watched his good movies and I watched half of it and I fucking hate it! Uh, so, we'll see how it goes for the rest of it. Uh, but, so far, not so good! <laughs> about you? Um, you okay, for me, I've got, um, Chill Factor from Arrow. And I'll watch that one. It's a probably a no-budget uh, something horror. Uh, Heroes Shed No Tears. That is a John Woo actioner from the 80s. Uh, it's, I guess it's supposed to be a kind of a Rambo knockoff. Uh, Winchester, I did watch. I haven't had a chance to review that, so I'll try and get that reviewed next episode. Django, this is the Arrow release of Django that I actually held on to. I was going to sell it because uh, they got the rights pulled or whatever, so it's a pretty rare blu-ray but i can't sell it i just can't and it i watched it again and whoo uh, and then i also watched another django movie called django the bastard 
Uh, obviously no relation to the Franco Nero Django, but you know, that whole drill. There's a bazillion Django movies out there. Um, I rewatched Alice, Sweet Alice, which was one of my roulettes back a while ago. I rewatched that one on Blu-ray. Didn't you hate it? Oh, probably, but I got it on (laughs) (laughs) Blu-ray! For the low, low price of God knows what. Um, (laughs) Lust for a Vampire, that's a Hammer movie I watched, and I'll review that. Um, And then I've been itching to rewatch Jaws and Jaws 2. Especially Jaws 2. I really have come around on uh, the second one. It's not near as good as the first, but I'm like, I'm feeling a Jaws Part 2 coming on. So that's going to (laughs) happen. And as far as theatrical viewings... Um, now three from hell isn't yet, and eh, we'll see. I'd like to get to the new uh, Angel Has Fallen movie that did pretty good, and it I think it looks good. I'm not sure if it's worth a theatrical visit, but we'll see. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I think that's gonna do it for this episode. You want to make it good and awkward before we go? Um. How are your neighbors? Oh, hey, they were actually, there was only one, and I, I tried to keep my head down and just focus. But one time there was traffic interaction going on, and I'm like, mm, just focus on the show. It's fine, Eugene. It's fine. It's the inner, my inner turmoil. <laughs> but yeah, their traffic action was all there was. That's, that's um, I guess, I, I guess it, it's because of the weather, so I'm only happy when it rains. <laughs> when I get off my yard. <laughs> I think that you're wrong. I think that it is get off my yard. You, you, no. It nope. seems right. It sounds, it's like, that sounds right. Well, who am I to argue with an old man? Exactly, see? if, if You know what, if you want to call it your yard, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, he was pointing a gun at them at the time, so. Who? <sighs> Oh, Judas, fuck. We're talking about a movie. It's a movie reference. Clint Eastwood, oh, Get Off My Lawn. Oh, yeah, Gran Torino. Yeah. But he said Get Off My Yard. <laughs> See you next week. Uh-huh. All right, bye. for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.